hello. Welcome to this week's episode of In the Limelight. Josh and Julie in the same locale. We're both in New York right now for this week's episode. I know. There were so many big Kate and Megan events over the weekend. It was an embarrassment. Last week uh, of uh, riches, yes. A royal embarrassment of riches. I feel like each of these topics could normally be its own entree. I know. And this was right after we were discussing a royal summer and how there usually aren't that many royal updates. The first one I'm really excited to get into because it was, I feel, Wimbledon, we sort of knew something was going to be happening. And also the Lion King premiere, we started to have a sense. But this first one we're going to talk about, the polo match, was a total surprise. And it was sort of the most casual, uh, the most revealing, especially uh, kind of Sussex plus Cambridge outing together that I think we've ever gotten, really. Ever gotten. It was Archie's first public showing appearance because his christening was private, technically. Right. So it's the first time he's ever just been out in the wild. Right. And you said casual, but there is, which we'll get into some speculation that this was orchestrated by the palace to put those rumors of a... Love to get into that kind Cambridge of... Cambridge-Sussex rift. Analysis. Kate and Megan both showed up to this charity polo match last Wednesday. I wish we could have gotten this in last week's episode, but we had recorded the day before. They were watching their husbands, Prince William and Prince Harry, compete. They were competing on different teams, and they brought all of their children. Prince George, Princess Charlotte, Prince Louis, and two-month-old Archie Harrison all hung out on the sidelines together. I'm quoting Josh's write-up in what is being billed as the cousins' first public playdate together. It was very low-key, surprisingly low-key after the formal, after seeing the photo from the from christening. The christening yeah. Kate was holding Louis. Louis at one point took her sunglasses, was trying on the sunglasses, had some huge smile. Megan was holding Archie in kind of a blanket. At one point, George sauntered over. It was a little bit hard, though, as a reader and viewer, royal watcher, looking at these photos because you couldn't tell whether or not they were actually speaking to one another. You had to kind of just go off of the photo material we got. Which, of course, we could have written like a 2,000-word <laughs> essay off of each photo. Oh, my God. Also, the Louis trying on Kate's sunglasses photos were definitely the highlights for me because it almost broke through the... Not that there was an awkwardness to anything, but just it was such a funny kind of a kid being a kid moment that just was so not... He has no idea that he's, you know, in line to the throne or a prince. He's just a one-year-old wearing his mom's sunglasses and making funny faces to Megan. I like. I feel like it broke through the kind of intensity of the whole thing, you know? Right. I loved that. Really pierced that um, tension. But yeah, I know. I was really... It was hard to tell, and I'm so curious what your take was, how much they were all talking or, or... I don't know. It didn't really seem... There weren't really any photos that I saw of Megan and Kate talking. Right. At one point, Kate and Louis were kind of standing on the sidelines alongside Megan and Archie, but it didn't seem like they were engaged. Maybe they were just so invested in the competition. Potentially. There was one photo I saw where Megan and George were very close. I know, but it almost looked like George was photoshopped in there or yeah, something. Yeah, it was, it was jarring somehow, but it was hard to tell. They must have exchanged 
They must have been talking. George is five. I know, but I would expect like George or those kids to want to like see the baby, to interact mm. with the baby, and that didn't really happen. I was also wondering how much, and maybe there's going to be, because we're going to bring in a lot of uh, commentary you guys had and questions for us. Oh, we've never had such good questions. <laughs> I cannot wait. But I also am curious if anyone's going to ask about this, because I was wondering, there's a lot of questions to me about how orchestrated this all was. I don't know if instructions were given to George or anything, but I wonder how much they planned out kind of what they were all going to be doing. Oh, right. Instructions from Kate? Or do you think like Palace, like he had a briefing with some sort of PR specialist? <laughs> I'd love it if they sent George like a, a memo and some leather, uh, you know, kind of binder or something with all of his like points for the day. <laughs> right. They gave him that soccer ball. They told oh him to God. roll around the track. Remember when Megan had that binder when she got to Australia or New Zealand That's or whatever what you it was? George yeah. was presented with. No, I guess, I don't know. I guess they were all just being kids and hanging out. It definitely felt to me, though, like they knew where to sit and stand, Megan and Kate. Right. Or else the photographers just like walked around to get where they were. Right. I don't know. There are a lot of questions. There also, was... when you know you're being, the other thing that gets in my head about this stuff is like they both knew they were being photographed. How can you be totally natural? Kate and the three kids, when they're in the backseat of that truck. Right. There was a whole separate oh, photo Oh, yeah. Sorry. Setup That's like a whole other thing, right? Of, but... Right. Kate's with her three kids, and they were kind of sitting, and the, they were tailgating at this polo match, essentially. The they most, ha- I've never wanted to go to a tailgate in my life until that photo. She had a little blanket spread out, I believe. She yeah. had little snack containers she had packed. Charlotte and George, like the trunk of the car was open and they were crawling around in the back of the car there were also a few photos of charlotte and george playing soccer sorry go back to what you were saying Josh. no that's all that's what i was gonna like i just that seemed very not scripted in any way right but why didn't megan and archie go over there i was having trouble also figuring out with the geography of it all like how close where were megan and archie when that was happening right we have one really funny this is from Emily Rust. She said, why are they eating in the parking lot? Is there not a nicer, more secluded area of grass than the presumably <laughs> VIP parking area? Then again, I don't have three kids. So maybe Kate was just like, F this. We are all going to eat there here and you're going to like it. Well, that seemed to me in the vein of when they do the... I mean, it's not the same as this, but like when Kate rewears outfits or when... You hear this is a whole next level. This is a whole next level. You're right. Or like when they all go to like a grocery store and you'll get the report about it the next day. They had like clutter in the backseat of the car, which more people also picked up on. Uh, I'm loving these comments from you guys. D. Polka asked, what's with the reflective police jacket in the back of the minivan? Are they expecting road hazards on the way home? I did not notice that. Yes, there was this like bright greenish yellow looks like. Did it belong to Kate? I don't know. Eliz Knight suggested that it could possibly belong to one of their private security officers. Oh. She said there's so much to break down here from the juice drinks to the snacks. I did like how George was standing on the trunk, kind of lording over the situation, you know? I feel like he was just kind of surveying the scene and kind of taking it all in, and I was into that. They also seem very at home with this tailgate. So how many (laughs) private tailgates have they had that we just haven't been privy to? They did not seem at all (laughs) in any way confused by the situation. This was not a foreign concept. Was Louis there for that? Yeah, he was. Where where would he be (laughs) off alone? (laughs) Like giving a press conference or something? So all three of them were there. 
And that was during the match? See, this is, I'm just confused with all the logistics. I know. There was also no write-up, so there must not have been a press member. No, there wasn't. But then with the photographers. Mm-hmm. From the polo match you went to, do you recall there being picnic and tailgating? No, that was a much more formal because it was like a charity event for hair. This was a charity event too, though, right? Right. Interesting. It was in Florida. It was Everyone had flown there. And there was no casual. It was also raining. But yeah, I, I maybe this is... I think this is normal for a polo match, but it just was a jarring because we're so used to seeing them in the most formal. Right, and we had just seen them in the christening photo. Um, right. L.R. Perry ATL asked, do you think Megan would have gone to the polo match and worn the green moo-moo and hung out with the Kensington family as casually and openly as she did if there was not this controversy around the secrecy of the christening? and also the negative publicity around the Wimbledon visit. Seems to be a pretty drastic swing from a couple half-hidden Archie shots to chilling in the car park having a minivan picnic. I agree. I mean, it was a shocking shift because I feel it's interesting to me the seesaw from the christening where it was so clear they didn't want any attention that wasn't kind of carefully calibrated and they wanted to be in charge of the narrative to all of a sudden field day, literally and figuratively for these photographers to take all the photos they wanted of Arch. I don't know. Yeah, it just seemed confusing. Well, let's get into a few of those theories. Katie Nickel reported that palace courtiers hope the joint appearance will finally put to rest rumors that the royal brothers have fallen out. We also got a lot of remarks from new mothers who thought it was very strange the way that Megan was holding the baby. And she was kind of mom shamed because yeah. she wasn't cradling the baby. She kind of was a hugging him in a blanket. But Catherine J. O'Brien said, do you think this was carefully orchestrated to show the public Archie? I have a four month old. And if we are going to be standing around somewhere for a bit, we always wear the baby in some sort of carrier. It's more comfortable for us and the baby. I can't imagine Megan does doesn't have one of those uber trendy wraps for Archie, mm. but if she used one, it would have obscured his face from photographers. God, I love you guys really dissecting the different a- angles here. I felt like you couldn't really see his face, though, even. No, but the, you could see you his could see, head. Yeah, you could see his head. Again, this is where I need more. I wish there had been the usual crew of like Daily Mail, Sun, Express. Because I've... I feel like there would be a big difference to me if I knew that she was standing there with him for two minutes or and we just see all these photos that were taken within the span of, you know, a five minute period or if she was there for two hours, the whole match. That, and then that does seem, I mean, you wouldn't, I feel like well, just because you have a nephew, I feel like you would know. Like, that's a long time for her to hold the baby like that, isn't it? If it was like two hours. Right. Someone else just said that they would have brought... A stroller. A stroller or a carrier. Maybe there was one, though, and we just didn't see it in photos. Right. But people in us and the Daily Mail are usually so good at getting those bystander comments, those anonymous Mm -hmm. quotes, which there weren't any. So I wonder if they had people sign some sort of release. This was very much like a lockdown event. Um, Was anyone else watching the match? (laughs) I know. There there was one guy in the photos, I think, who had like a violet shirt on who seemed to be watching. But aside from him. God, can you imagine just trying to watch it as a normal citizen with that that (laughs) happening? (laughs) Like, I just cannot. Who could focus on anything else? 
I know. From Royal Watcher 2295, I don't get Megan's messaging. One day she appears with Archie, knowing just about everyone will take pictures. The next, she insists the public should respect her privacy. That's a good point, too. And actually, that was one of the things, the christening I thought about, but then also I was thinking about, because we had been talking about the Wimbledon no photos, and then this came right after that, right? Am I doing that timing right? Yes. Yeah. So... It also occurred to me, because that got weirdly so much pickup, like TMZ was covering it, like in the American press, Right. the no photos at Wimbledon thing, which seemed like a little overblown even, or a lot overblown. So I think maybe, I feel like that combined with a little bit of christening, kind of people being a little bit upset that they weren't getting the normal access they got with Kate and William's kids. Maybe they were like, we need to do a fun outing where we kind of placate everyone. Right. That seems possible to me. Yeah. And then Wimbledon, we're going to get to Wimbledon with Kate and Pippa. But I feel like that appearance also kind of helped things in terms of like making people feel like everything was okay. And they actually seem to interact. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to Wimbledon though. God, these comments are so good. I know. I love he's having a hot girl summer about Prince Louis. Right. That's so good. Okay, so this polo match gave us sort of more than we ever could have bargained for. Yet at the same time, it raised so many more questions. Yeah. It almost felt like, this is going to sound crazy to me, but I feel like I've alluded now to a few times to like wanting more information when we've talked about this, but it just feels, it almost for a split second, I was wondering if they were actually had been at the photo, the polo match. It almost looked like there were stage photos taken in a sound stage somewhere. Right, because there was no like, photo was where never, you could see both the match and them. There's never a photo oh, where you saw the match with the people on the side. And I was, I was just wondering, I mean, obviously they were at the polo match, but I'm just, it was confusing. The whole thing just seemed so hard for me to get my mind wrapped around. And then there were those photos at the end. And I'm sure you saw where Harry was done with the match and he goes with Megan to the car and they're in this kind of like random parking lot somewhere. The whole thing just had this odd feel to it. Like wouldn't it be in the nicest, chicest stadium or something? Right. And wouldn't Kate have kind of fawned over Archie? Yeah, like we didn't see Kate and Art. Like I It just... was almost like there were two separate photo shoots. One with <laughs> Megan and Archie and one with Kate and then and maybe the they and then they accidentally <laughs> got in each other's shot at one point when the Louis sunglasses transcended. Also, I'm curious how much, again, like, were these, if these were, these were taken, I guess, by some sort of professional paparazzi. Right. They were taken by paparazzi, but like, these weren't the like Getty image photos or anything. So was it just by chance? I feel like there's no, there's no way it was just by chance because this was like an official event for William and Harry. But I guess I just am wondering, I want so much more information on how much they tipped off the photographers, how much... They, how, how long they were there. Maybe all this other stuff happened. Maybe Archie sat on Kate's lap for an hour, but the photographers weren't there yet. Right. Wasn't someone selling tickets, selling water? Why are there no so, staff? Exactly. It looked so unconnected to everything else. It looks like they were just sort of having a random picnic in a parking lot. Unless these were super zoomed in. And they all, they were pretty blurry by like the standards of some paparazzi photos. Right. Let us know if you've yeah. found anyone who was at this mysterious polo event. I guess one other thing we haven't fully talked about yet, which is how much do you think, I feel like a lot of this had to do with quote unquote quashing the feud rumors. Did this do that for you? 
or did the questions that raise make it hard for you to make any conclusive assessments? Right. The questions. And I don't know what it would take, though, going off of that, what it would take to completely right. destroy those rumors. What would it take for well, you? Well, the one-two punch of this in Wimbledon, I have to say, did actually... This didn't do it for me because as much as they were all hanging out, you didn't get such a sense of the camaraderie or like one big family. Right. As you said, it sort of seemed like two separate photo shoots. But then Wimbledon did actually a lot more. Kate and Megan, compared to last year's Wimbledon, I thought this year they seemed way more based again on just the few times they cut to them or the photos. How they don't have the 24-7 camera just on them when they're at Wimbledon is crazy to me. But I, I feel like the glimpses you got, they seemed way more excited to be sitting next to each other and chatty. Engaged. Mm-hmm. And it was really interesting. That it, it had to have been planned that Pippa was on the other side of Megan. A hundred percent. I thought that was sandwich. actually, at first I was very surprised to see Pippa because I just, I don't know, you. I, that was not in the cards. I, think, knew, yeah. I knew Kate and Megan were coming. And that seemed kind of like a wild card to mix up the whole thing and how confusing. But then I almost thought it was a genius touch because Megan was in the middle. So it made it like she was like, they were like three sisters. Like she was, there. she was being embraced by both of them. Oh, If Kate had been in the middle, I feel like it would have been a weird, because at first I thought, why isn't Kate in the middle between Megan and her sister? But I feel like that would have made it almost like Kate would have maybe had to think more about like who to lean in to talk to. But this way it almost made it like Megan was like equally happy to be sitting between them. Do you know what I mean? That's a really good spin. I was thinking maybe Kate like needed a buffer. So she invited Pippa along. And I feel like that would have how would have been if she had been in, if Kate had been in the middle, I feel like I would have felt that way. Right, right. Because I would have been like, oh, because she couldn't even. It was like confusing that Pippa was there though. It's still. But Pippa loves Wimbledon. She, She's written about it for Vanity Fair. She loves Wimbledon, but like to be sitting there, that's such right. a high profile seat. Well, where should she? She be, like her with her sister. Court fourteen from the. Okay, so anyways, I got ahead of myself. Kate showed up. They came in together, and my favorite photo from the whole thing is the three of them coming down those stairs together. Oh. Kate, Megan, Pippa, like Charlie's Angels, and Kate was in green Dolce & Gabbana, which she wore previously. She looked great. I feel like that was a really good dress pick for her. Right. Not that we're gonna get into like a full fashion commentary or anything. But Megan came in a white blouse and kind of a bold skirt, which I was into. I was into as well. Notably more dressed up than she was For last the, week. Yeah, no jeans. Uh, and then Pippa in kind of a really nice sort of spring dress. God, why did I decide to embark in a little fashion commentary <laughs> I here? I love when Josh goes fashion. A little spring dress. Um, so the three of them sat in that kind of order. I saved a bunch of photos on my phone of where you see... Kate leaning into Megan and they're like laughing or smiling. There's one where Pippa is like over to the side kind of, which I'm obsessed with. Oh, that is very cute. It's almost like Kate leaning in to talk to Megan while Pippa's just kind of looking ahead and cheering, but it's, it's very sweet. It almost makes it seem, I feel like, and they all do seem really comfortable. I'm doing a little slideshow for Julie of the photos I saved. Oh, right. They are leaning in a lot. I feel like the energy I was getting from a body language analysis I'm going to do now is like almost Kate making a big effort right. to make it natural and normal. It and seems like, like she's leaning yeah. in more. There's one video, which I don't have on my phone right now, where Megan's kind of like demonstrating something with her hands. 
I wonder what she was And Kate's like nodding very seriously, listening. I feel like they talked about tennis a lot. Uh, Do you, what is your feeling of what... I feel like they were talking about the match at hand. That was my sense. I don't know why. Right. But I also feel like they have to be so careful because they know that lip maybe readers. someone's taking video mm-hmm. and they're a lip reader. So I just wonder what the lip reading, what that session's like when they're prepped right. by their handlers. And they never did, or at least not that I've seen, like a hand over right. mouth to whisper, which I feel like would have given even a sense of... Like, they want to say something that they don't want anyone to know. So that makes me feel like everything they were saying was, like, above board. Like, right. oh, let's hope Serena pulls this out or, like... Very positive. The weather. oriented yes. <laughs> Maybe. Or does that... Do you think they no, went no, deeper no. than that? Not really. Not at that public event without covering their mouths. I think you were right on there. I have no... I would love to know what they talked about the whole time. God, if only there was, like, a transcript. Serena lost, unfortunately. She was going to, she would have gotten 24 majors for the record. But Simona Halep, when she won in her post match interview, I don't know if you saw this, said how excited she was to meet Kate. Um, And then they, I guess afterwards, the winner goes back to this kind of group and Kate shook her hand. I was wondering if Megan went to like console Serena or hang out with Serena. Oh, interesting. Um, Right, because did she not note that she had also met Megan? The guy asked the question saying the Duchess of Cambridge and the Duchess of Sussex are here. And she was like, I'm so excited to meet them. And she was very cute and sweet and like a little curtsy when she met Kate. And then Kate went the next day with William to the men's final where she handed out the trophies to Federer and Djokovic, the plates. And I was loving the idea that Kate's going to be doing this every year now. I know. And if George is such a huge tennis fan, I hope he comes one of these years. I wonder if Kate invited any of the players to play with George. I know. I was. I wanted more information there. I know. I feel like she must have been pulling for Federer, even though she did obviously a great job of not showing any favoritism in either way. This was a wild weekend for Megan because she went to the women's final on Saturday. I know. I'm like exhausted just reading through all of these things. And then on Sunday, she went to one of the glitziest. I saw in so many of the write-ups the first red carpet she was walking as a royal. The Lion King premiere. Have you seen The Lion King yet, Julie? No, I haven't. No. Are you going to see it? Have you seen it? No. I wasn't a fan of the original. Oh, <laughs> surprising take coming in here. What was your complaint? I, I don't want to get into it. Maybe. Wow. <laughs> Bonus podcast coming later. <laughs> Look for it in your fees. Julie breaks down her criticisms of The Lion King. My, my thing is, why are they remaking it? Like, my issue with The Lion King or any animated movie would never have been it wasn't realistic animation enough for me. Like, that's never my big takeaway when I see an animated movie. Right. Let's throw some money at some new ideas here. Amen. They're remaking Gremlins. Our producer, Brett, just brought to our attention the fact that they're remaking Gremlins. (laughs) And Julie made a grimace. Too many remakes in general, too. I would unsubscribe all to remakes, aside from last year's A Star is Born. Oh, right. But that right. to me doesn't even... See, like, this Lion King, as far as I can tell, there's very slight adjustments. Unless Bradley Cooper is overseeing it and, like, putting in his blood, sweat, and tears, training for years. That's your. That's Julie's <laughs> caveat for her remake ban. Unless if the Bradley remake Cooper is... If Bradley Cooper is involved, <laughs> then it's, like, good to go. <laughs> Otherwise, get it out of here. Okay, now that we've kind of <laughs> gone over that. our feelings about remakes, Beyonce is the star of this movie. She's voicing Nala. Um, she and Jay-Z 
in a very intriguing move, arrived at the premiere after Meghan and Harry. And what a power it was move. billed by the royal reporters who were all at this event who tweeted it that they were running late. So that made me feel like the itinerary had this reversed. And then I saw some things out there, I think TMZ ran it too, that it's actually breaking royal protocol to arrive after them. Absolutely. I'm sorry, but if Meghan Markle is going to be there and Prince Harry, mm-hmm. it's not like she had a show, a concert that she was running late It from. was interesting. So, and then the setup, I don't know if you agree with me on this. It was a little weird. It was because so awkward. They didn't take... There was so much buildup for this Megan Beyonce meeting. Everyone was so excited. They didn't take photos of them. They never posed for photos together. Right. Instead, the Lion King cast and creatives and Bob Iger and everyone involved stood in a line, like a receiving line kind of. But it almost felt like reverse from what it should have been. Like I thought Megan and Harry should have been stationary. Oh, good call. And maybe everyone should have gone by. But instead it was like this weird thing where they Megan and Harry had to kind of go down one by one to talk to each cast member. And it was a little awkward in the staging of it, I felt. And then you didn't get the photos were all of the conversations. So there's no photo of which of which you see Megan and Beyonce both looking at the camera. Right, because you were just seeing Megan's back and Harry's back, which again, yeah. you would have formatted this completely differently. But then I was wondering, they must have obviously thought through this whole thing. So do you think they didn't want to make it? I don't know. I just thought they did so much promotion around the two of them meeting and both of them being there. and like. Oh my gosh, you and I would have set up some sort of stage I for know, this to forget, happen. Like, I would have not run the movie. Like I would have had them just get up on the stage for like a full <laughs> photo shoot. Maybe there were other photos taken of them later in the night. I don't know. I don't know. But, okay, so that being said, the logistics of it were confusing to me. The actual interaction between them was also... I thought it was interesting that all the royal reporters were kind of close enough that they could film it. Right, and you can... And even in some of the videos, you can hear the tiniest snippets Mm -hmm. of the conversation. Um, Someone pointed out that Beyonce might have... Did you see this? greeted Megan by saying my, my princess. princess I saw that and and you can kind of hear Jay-Z say congrats congrats at one point which I assume is about Archie Rebecca English the Daily Mail reporter said that they were t- mostly discussions about their babies that like it was a lot of baby talk which I guess is what you would expect when they know they're being watched, right? I know. Beyonce seems, I don't know if this is a little too, but she didn't seem that excited. She didn't seem that into the conversation. Maybe she didn't like the fact that she was kind of on the other end of this receiving line. I feel like she, she usually she's treated like the yeah. queen. It seemed clear to me they had never met before. Right. I saw one, because someone tweeted, oh, they, they greet each other so familiarly that like it's, they obviously have met. I was like, no way. <laughs> I feel like that to me very much read as this was the first meeting. It's a little bit awkward. Right. There's so much kind of like attention on it. There was a very awkward lull when Megan waited kind of... for Harry. Yes, yeah, she kind of finished talking to Beyonce, like said goodbye, and then she ended yep. up being stuck there. So Rebecca English offered a transcription of what she says as part of the conversation, which is Beyonce says, the baby's so beautiful. 
we love you guys. I could kind of hear we love you guys when I was watching the video. And then I think Megan says, I can't tell if it's Megan or Harry, says, and how are the twins? And then Beyonce says, they are not here. They don't come on every trip. We left them at home. They would love to have been here. The twins weren't there. But also this whole thing seems weird. And like, why was that the conversation? And then Jay-Z offers... Oh, can't wait to hear where this goes. Sort of. I mean, in this, well, just in this transcript, it's it's strange to me because it's like, I I don't know if she means this to all be like one long, one sequence of conversations or if she's just um, taking in random snippets of what she remembers being said. But the way she writes it, it almost is this like Jay-Z's interjecting without any context. He says, the best advice I can give you, always find time for yourself to Megan and Harry. Wow. When do you think it was the last time someone offered Megan advice? I just was like, like sort of just this, I guess, unsolicited parenting advice. Do you think they've had a phone call before, at least to discuss Beyonce's homage to Megan? Right. So we should note that there's a lot of backstory here, which is that I guess in February it was when when Beyonce and Jay-Z won the Brit award. They obviously everyone remembers this. They accepted with a video in front of a portrait of Megan wearing a crown, which we all have replicas of in our studio. (laughs) We're looking at what giant one now we wish. (laughs) Um, And then maybe like a few years ago on Megan's now defunct Instagram account, she posted a photo of her with hot sauce in her bag. And the caption was the closest. I can't remember doing this from memory. (laughs) The closest I'll ever come to channeling Beyonce. And then she like did the, the hashtag, like hot sauce in my bag, swag. And the photo credit was Jessica Mulroney. Oh, interesting. Um, but little did she know, well, maybe a th- scant three years later, <laughs> she would be in a position of like power meeting Beyonce. So they n- obviously have this backstory. Megan obviously loves Beyonce. Like we all love Beyonce. Beyonce had offered this to Megan. I think it's just, I don't know. I think it's just such a weird, like, artificial way to meet i I feel like it i know it's stressful and like that all they looked happy they looked fine to be meeting each other i mean they hugged the hugging was a little i know the whole thing also harry went in for the double kiss on beyonce and then said something to jay-z that made him laugh Oh, and I'm curious. I feel like Harry came in with jokes, and I'm kind of I, you couldn't really see his face at all, so it's impossible to know what he said. Right. I don't know if Beyonce was just annoyed that she was in that line with all of these, at least to her compared to her commoners, like who, like Billy Eichner. Oh, and Billy Eichner talked to Megan, which I don't think I saw any photos of them. I'm sure they're out there, but he tweeted about it after, and he was really giving the like the, the scoop. He said. Uh, by the way, Megan and Harry were both super down to earth and lovely. And Megan and I talked about our Northwestern acting teachers, which something about that was so jarring to me. I feel like I forget that she even had, like, I don't know. It seems like I forget that like a year ago she was on the Suits finale. Right. I, Billy was on the red carpet kind of saying how she was just a normal person. He was joking about how he and Megan were going to go to Boots, that like Dwayne Reed like pharmacy. Oh, I London. didn't hear that. Uh, oh, right. That is funny. <laughs> but I, I can't imagine what, what, like if you're on that kind of receiving line, like, what do you say to them? What would you say to them? So good to see you. Congratulations on... Wow, it really snapped into gear. That was so good. <laughs> On the birth of your son, 
What else would you say? What would you say? Yeah, I would do the same thing. I guess that's basically what Jay-Z and Beyonce did. Right. It, it definitely seems like Beyonce is not accustomed to being in the position where she has to. Right. Would you... I feel like 99% of her interactions, she might not even like be a, like the other person is just like a starstruck and awe, doesn't even know how to speak, which Megan may have been on some level. But, but she played, but it, she really played cool. it really like cool. Like they were equals. Yeah. Um, we had one listener, Tree Tree Zero, ask, how much do you think Megan loved being back on the red carpet for a film? Wonder what she would rather be, a duchess or an Oscar winner? She played it well, but would love to know if she felt intimidating meeting former peers who are actually A-list talent versus her, at best, B-list suits career. I think... She's happy with how it is now. Right. I don't get the vibe, at least from her body language at the Lion King premiere, that she was in any way like uncomfortable or feeling like she longed for the like a different. I think she's very happy with what her sitch is now. Oh yeah. I mean, she's like one of the most famous people in the world, which like you know, I I don't know. And also, I don't really get the sense from her suits acting career. We've talked about this a lot, but like she was never. She seemed like she was doing her lifestyle blog. She was doing all this other stuff the charitable work. I don't feel like acting was ever her, right? Priority? Like, I don't, or not, not, I mean, it was her main career, I, I guess. I mean, her Northwestern acting teachers might argue otherwise. <laughs> right. I don't know. I would just say, like, she was on Suits for seven seasons, and, I, and maybe she was auditioning for tons of movies and stuff, but I don't get the sense that that was, like, her big agenda. Right. But maybe it's, like, I'm doing that with hindsight. What else do we see from the red carpet? There were... A lot of little kids giving them gifts. Oh, yeah. Megan and Harry gifts. There was that amazing almost like meme thing of that boy freaking out seeing Megan. Did you see that? Oh, no. It was great. And also I'm curious, do you think Megan and Harry sat to watch the movie? They must have, I guess. I feel like they must have, but maybe Beyonce and Jay-Z didn't. Especially because I'm sure they've seen the movie. Maybe the four of them left... And went out to dinner together. I'm showing Julie oh, the... I love that. <laughs> the guy who sees Megan and just his kind of... Jaws his jaw drops. His sunglasses are fall, <laughs> falling off his face. And this girl in front of him just has her phone right up there. Right. She got a close up. Right. <laughs> yeah, I guess... I don't think Beyonce and Jay-Z stay for the movie. That's my feeling. But then I saw a photo of them at some after party from that night at 4 a.m., Oh, Beyonce and Jay Z. So maybe oh. they go to. Don't a lot of actors usually like they go to the dinner. They go to, out to dinner during the movie screening, yes. and then they'll go to an after party kind of thing. Right. But I don't wonder. I don't think Megan and Harry went to an after party. No. So overall, did the meeting live up to your hopes? No, only because this is like my Frost Nixon. I wanted someone like a transcriber mm-hmm. on the side, transcriptionist. What do you? What am I talking about? You know what I feel like? This, not <laughs> not to be like college essayish about this, but like if I was gonna draw a theme, these like huge, cataclysmic, amazing royal events. Not Wimbledon as much, but it's just so interesting how we don't get like a great way of viewing any of them. Like the polo, we just get the weird photos. That, like, we have to kind of assess what happened from the blurry, like, long lens photos. Wimbledon, you get a little bit more, but basically you have to go off of a few photos. Right. And, and Lion King, you get these, like, weird videos that someone takes on Twitter. It's just, like, you, you always have to, like, piece together. Like, being a royal fan, if you want to call it that, is always about 
like trying to like put the clues together. It's very weird. Well, I feel like there was so much more drama to Jay Z and Beyonce's meeting Prince William and Kate Middleton, which you, which I witnessed, were in the audience. Didn't they walk across the yes, court? That was very dramatic. Interesting, and right? Meet in the middle. It's actually, yeah, no. I mean, it was definitely like the four of them having this kind of intense, the whole stadium watching. And you couldn't really hear what they were saying, but everyone was just trying to like crane their necks to get a glimpse. It was similar maybe to this actually. I'm curious how many people, everyone just must have had their phones up recording while, Be- while Megan and Beyonce met. Like, I wonder how many people were around and how crowded right. it was. It must have been chaotic. Very chaotic. God, if we were there, we would have had to like elbow out. Would have like, I don't know what we would have done. We would have been carried out on stretchers. Yeah. Anyways, well, thanks. Everyone's comments were so good this week. And I know. I'm curious if you guys have any more feedback, any more theories. Yeah. Now that we're kind of like processing this all, we have a little bit of a slower Royals week. Right. What do you make of the all these things together? What trends and theories? We want to know it all. Right. You can reach out to us on Twitter at In the Limelight. Or you can follow us individually. I'm at Julie W. Miller. And I'm at Jay Duboff. We're also on Instagram at In the Limelight Pod. This episode was edited and produced by Brett Fuchs. Thanks so much for joining us. We will talk to you next week. And until then, no, no bad, bad energy. energy.